It's the Wex Appeal Podcast. Barbells, beats, and buffoonery. Three, two, one, go! Here we go. Dope conversations. That's my gang is con. Where fitness, pop culture, and a lot of random buffoonery collide. I'm coming for you. It's ridiculous, really. Hashtag space. Work. But amusing. Wax, you, you laughed least at me, so you get to go next. <laughs> Here's your host, Wax. I was going to say I blacked out during the explanation. I, was, <laughs> I just heard space. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wax Peel Podcast, Barbells, Beats, and Buffoonery. I'm your host, Wex. We are here live at the CrossFit Games. I have a guest in front of me. Before we do that, I'm just going to get a real quick sponsor plug out of the way. Um, I am on the Thunderbro program. I've been on it for about a week, two weeks, and uh, is a little tough while I'm at the Games. I will not lie to you. It's been a tr- tough struggle to make sure that I'm cl- eating clean with all the great food that's around, but I have been sticking to the plan, keeping on it, weight stayed about the same, and uh, that's the check-in for this week. We're going to have more check-ins uh, coming in, but make sure you go on to thunderbro.com. Check it out. they got $9.99 ebooks going on uh, right now, so you can pick up the ebooks for $9.99. Big special with them. Uh, my other sponsor, Strong Coffee and Blackout Barbell Apparel. Uh, both of them, you can use the promo code WEXAPPEALPODCAST. I know it's the short version of the sponsor f- deal, but uh, use the code WEXAPPEALPODCAST, or Wex Appeal on strongcoffee.com to get $15 off and then barbell bla- blackoutbarbell.shop to get 10% off your order and a special gift from the Wex Appeal podcast. That is the sponsored deal. And we are sitting in the lounge looking across at the Coliseum. There are events going on all around us. There's celebrities everywhere. And I have a celebrity of my own right across the table from me, Mr. John Edward Heath. Give yourself the 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 introduction because I will not give it justice of all the accolades that you have, sir. <laughs> I appreciate that, brother. Um, so to start, I am a lower extremity uh, adaptive CrossFit athlete. Uh, two points of contact. However, CrossFit yeah, here doesn't. <laughs> CrossFit here doesn't have different divisions. Wheelwad does. Um, technically, I'm two points of contact. I'm a below the knee, mm-hmm. which means I get to use my prosthetic. I'm also training for Paris Paralympics 2024. I sprint the 100 and 200 meters, so I'm a professional sprinter. And then ideally, the idea is to transfer into a winter sport for Paralympic snowboarding for 2026. Backstory, I was an Olympic. I've been weightlifting for 17 years. Yeah. Lost my leg two years ago. My coach, Sonny Webster, was the one who told me that I should try CrossFit. And, of course, as a 275, 12% body fat Olympic weightlifter body. I did not want to run more than 50 meters. Yeah. Tried it, and here we are. Yeah. And you said 100 and 200? Yes. So he, did, he just doubled and quadrupled well, uh, it. Everything. Everything <laughs> just doubled once I lost my limbs. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for being on the show. Um, I got to meet with you in Wadapalooza in Miami, uh, you and Lord Voldemort. Uh, if, if you don't know... It, it, Obviously, everyone should know who you are and follow <laughs> along with you. Um, but Lord Voldemort is your counterpart, your yes. uh, your corgi. Yes. And uh, I mean, he's almost he's almost more famous than you. Honestly, as as honestly, I think he is more famous he than me because I did when I went center stage inside the vendor village, and they gave my introduction. A couple of vendors said, "Wow, I, d- I didn't know who you were." They said, uh, <laughs> "We just thought you were the guy with the corgi." So yes. <laughs> you'll see, you'll, you'll see him. He's got a ba- you got a backpack for yes, him. You yes, walk around yes. with him. It's awesome. Um, he's not here on the show today. No, I had to leave him at home. He's yeah. uh, he's a PTSD dog, so he's okay. obviously trying to help everyone with anxiety. It's just a lot. If we're exhausted, you can only imagine how exhausted the dog is. Absolutely. And uh, listen. 
you know, not to take actual PTSD lightly, <laughs> but there's a little bit of that going on here. Yes, <laughs> we, yes, we, lots we, of stress, PTSD, anxiety, <laughs> depression. It's at an all-time high here at the CrossFit Games. We were actually walking here, and we ran into somebody, and we're like, don't apologize for being in your bubble. Yeah. We're all in the same <laughs> bubble. There are thousands of people here. Absolutely. It is, it is crazy, but it's been a lot of fun. Yes. Um, we, we've had a great time. Um, as far as you know, the events and the athletes and the people and the community, the community is amazing as always. And um, but I mean, as we know, not everything is perfect, mm-hmm. um, and in some t- some cases, far from. And uh, one of the things I know that you are passionate about, of course, is the adaptive division. Yes. So I want to talk to you, but I want to talk to you about it from two sides. I'm yes. always a glass half full, yes. glass half empty as yes. well. Mm-hmm. You know, th- th- it's also empty. So we want to see the th- things that were good but also look at the things that we can improve and, and, and get better on. And I've appreciated your candor, and and uh, that's what we'll call it, right? Yes, candor. candor. <laughs> yeah. um, I've told you the words you're not allowed to say on the yes, show. Sir, yes, sir. Everything else is good. Yes, free <laughs> reign. I got it. I got the list. I got it. <laughs> but, um, you know, we were talking a little bit, bef- you know, before we came on here about, you know, kind of the opportunities that, that CrossFit has to make some really good adjustments, but – where there's some things that are just missing. So, yes. let, me, let me throw it in your court. Uh, well, actually, let me preface it with there has been a lot of talk about the adaptive and age group. Yes. I'm, I'm throwing both in there. 100%. Because it, it, it's a problem for both of them, yes. the adaptive and age group, age group coverage. Um, I was in the press conference with, with Don Fall and, and Dave Castro, and he said it had to come down to a business decision, which, okay, um, but for free in Orlando, I was part of the group that put on the podcast for the CrossFit Games so that we could see events one and three that were not shown and was a business decision. So with that preface, <laughs> not saying it was impossible or not saying it's impossible to do, but I just, you know, think, you know, kind of a little perspective on, on what they shown. Basically, it was a camera like way up in the in the, in the bleachers. I'm, I don't I even know, know it if was. it was a camera. I, I honestly think it was a GoPro, but Listen. let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say it was a camera. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, let's let's take, let's get your perspective. Um, what's gone well? What have you seen from the athletes on the ground that are okay. here? Because you do have such a voice in the adaptive community. Yes. And then on the on the flip side of it. Yeah, no, and I actually appreciate you um, emphasizing. I, I'm not just, and that's the thing is, I start fires when the other resource has not worked, right? I don't just come in blazing guns hot, and I like to see both perspectives, especially when my friends or a lot of the staff that work for CrossFit, right? However, my biggest concern is they moved it to Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, meaning that we've extended the CrossFit Games. The reason was because of the dilemma we had last year, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to fix these problems by extending it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So now you're having individuals come in longer. Hotels here are expensive as it is. It's expensive to be an adaptive athlete in the first place. There's no big sponsorships in this space for us, right? So you're asking them to come three days prior. You're asking family. You're asking vendors. You're asking all of this. And it it looked very promising. However, when you receive endless DMs on social media that most of the coverage that the community saw was through my Instagram live, that's distasteful. Yeah. Now... I understand that this is brand new. I understand that there's a lot of hiccups and somebody has to fall on the sword in order for this to to happen. And probably I, in my time as an elite adaptive athlete, 
will not see the progression and it probably will be the younger generation. However, I don't feel we're making, we're doing one step forward, three step backs with what we're doing. Now, sure. let's, let's call it what it is. Listen, these athletes got the opportunity of a lifetime to compete. It, it was amazing. I think they did their best. However, there's a couple things that we may not know the in-depth in conversation when it comes to programming. The big problem that I have is the division. You have individuals with still limbs. I understand disability is disability. But as somebody who had a salvage limb for five years and competed with a salvage limb, mm -hmm. and now I'm a below-the-knee amputee, it is two different it is two different entities of how you're competing. And yeah. I don't think that people understand that. So when an amputee has to switch into a running blade to go do a 5K, and the person who just has a fused ankle or a screw in their knee, and you're able to just go, and you don't have factors of blisters and the heat and the sweat and everything that comes into wearing a prosthetic, that becomes a problem. Then take it more into depth. There was no above-the-knee amputees here, yeah, right? So that's a whole different division that you're just subtracting from the adaptive and everything that could be done. Okay, so programming, I think they did great. Honestly, I've talked to you know the individuals who ran it. They're very good friends of mine. I think the program was good. The only thing that stressed me out was instead of them running, they had them ski erg. Mm -hmm. Don't limit amputees just because you believe that they can't do it. Now, yeah. you know, could it be that they didn't want to separate the divisions and you know because we had a couple AKs in the female side and they didn't want them to run. I understand that completely, but as somebody who's been running miles and I don't run miles, yeah. if I would have came in here and showed up to the event and you're telling me that I prepped for miles and now I have to ski erg, I get it, it's the games, but at the same time, I'm still able to run as an amputee. Yeah. So there are good, there are good and bads. I think you know the programming went well. I, I, I am ecstatic with the fact that Kevin Ogar has taken over You know, as the individual running it. Such Kevin Ogar. Dude. Phenomenal such man. Such Phenomenal such man. Knows his stuff. I think we need to incorporate more of the Wheelwad stuff. I understand we're two separate entities, but when Wheelwad has the data from 10 years of how they've been running different divisions, mm -hmm. that's going to play a big role into um, the adaptive space. And I also think that it's my frustration is we're using a lot of the reels and clips of, you know, Amy Bream and Casey and all these guys for reels and motivation and all this other stuff. However, you can't turn around and like make that a community thing. We talk about CrossFit being a community. Yeah. Half the stands leave when it's time for the adaptive and the masters to come through. If the masters would not have started doing CrossFit when they did, we wouldn't be in the space that we're in now. Yeah. So the masters are starting to feel it. And I would love to, and I, you know, Sam breaks trains in Ohio. I was training with her two weeks I ago. I literally just saw her like, Man, I've been ago. chasing her, man. I, she was in Rogue. She she came walking through Rogue, and I ran into her. Yeah. And, um, I actually ran into her the other day after yeah. the 5K. Yeah. Speaking of the 5K, I ran into her after the 5K and had her um, sign one of her trading cards. Man. <laughs> so, you know, what's funny. So she trains at Cornerstone Fitness, and Melissa, is my, uh, the owner, is a very good friend of mine. I would love to talk to Sam and see what her perspective is because she went from the elite able body side to yeah. masters, and you went from a full crowd <laughs> To bare minimum crowd in the same, I'm friends with Scott Panchak. I want to have the same conversation with him, right? Yeah. Because it's perspectives of like, are you understanding now what the adaptive division does? As far as like, we call it a community. We we listen when you say CrossFit, the big hashtag that's in it is community. Yeah. But I will tell you, as an athlete, what's disheartening is to go on the competition floor. You just saw the elites able body go before you, and now the stands are empty. So yeah. so why are we here for this week? You are you here just for Vendor Village, or are you here for the adaptive division? 
So that being said, I know it's a rant. Um, look, I give credit to everyone that's fighting. I think I think a lot more adaptive athletes need to speak up. Mm-hmm. Change does not happen unless you you know put your neck out there. But I also understand it, and that's the thing. As I see both sides, yeah, you have to get fed, man. And yeah. in order to survive in this, it's already a, a very niche thing to be adaptive. It's even nicher to get a sponsorship and take it down a level to even just make it to this. So I understand where some people are very hesitant to speak their mind. But I think that it, you people need to take our consideration as well. Of course, absolutely, and that I mean that goes for the Masters division. That goes for you know everything. Um, one of the big uh, things that kind of has been an issue with the Masters division is like, oh, well, we're the established people, like professionally, you know, we have the money and we have all this sort of stuff. Like that's where all your money comes from. I was like, okay, show up. You know, on the other side, on the other side, when it comes to the fans, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when it comes to the fan side of it, and I'm going to take the athlete side of it out of it, out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and I'm playing devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I want to see it be successful on all fronts. But one of the things that needs to be said is like, hey, adaptive community. If you don't like what's going on and you're not one of the elite athletes that are there, then get here and support get here thank you for saying that show up thank you for saying that and uh, that's the thing is, and that goes back to me telling you like i play both sides yeah. because i specifically told shannon ogar that yeah what was my frustration was getting dms from individuals that were complaining about the live feed and complaining about everything crossfit mm-hmm. you know i haven't really seen adaptive athletes here which is which is funny because i'm gonna uh, go ahead because i'm gonna say on the, on the on the flip side it's one of the things that because i'm more ac- acutely noticing mm-hmm. like the adaptive athletes from conversations with you and mm-hmm. things like that. I've actually seen a lot of adaptive people here. 100%. However, and the individuals in the space that mm-hmm. want to call themselves adaptive athletes, they yeah. didn't make it. They're not here. Yeah. There's a handful. I think there's honestly like there's like a there's a group chat or a group Facebook group on um, adaptive CrossFit athletes yeah. on Facebook. Dude, there's not a lot of those individuals <laughs> that do a lot of the complaining yeah. here. Yeah. So if you would have showed up, you could have gone on live. I understand it doesn't solve the big CrossFit problem, yeah. but it gives the exposure, right? Yeah. So take it even deeper. I'm going to Australia. I just qualified for Australia's first adaptive and masters lineup championship, yeah. okay? And Oce- Oceania, Brisbane, Australia. Why am I going? It is a brand new competition. It is expensive. I understand that. Oh, yeah. But I made it happen. Yep. It is important for me to expand adaptive CrossFit. Mm-hmm. You don't do that by just sticking to Florida and sticking to Texas and sticking to these big name competitions in the U.S. Okay, the average follower that I have on social media are individuals that are adaptive and disabled from international companies or uh, countries. Yeah. So we want to talk about it's not CrossFit's job to expand adaptive CrossFit. It is your job to facilitate a a place for us to compete. Mm-hmm. Give us the visibility for these sponsorships to make it big. Give us the represent representation that we deserve. Yeah. But as individuals of the adaptive community, it is our job. Dude, I'm always coaching. I'm always giving, you know, equip products is the rogue of the disabled community. Yes. Every space that I'm in, whether it's a TV, magazine, interview, podcast, I mention equip products and things have have gone on so and let's they did a, and they did a fantastic job on the presentation stage 100%. i know they had you on there mm-hmm. they had tommy um, osga tommy osga um uh i always want to call him mikey swoosh because that's what his name is on uh <laughs> on instagram what uh uh short stature oh mike mike, mike. mike. <laughs> i want to call him mikey swoosh because yeah. that's his name on instagram yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Always yeah. Want to call mike him. was there uh chrissy was there and that's the thing is like 
that's where you're expanding. So it's larger. It is a larger issue than just CrossFit headquarters. Yes. Because the flip side to that is, um, you know, and do we want representation? Yeah, absolutely. But from CrossFit side of it, I can see the fact of why would I have a division where only, you know, 10 people signed up in the open? Mm -hmm. Like, we're going to take the top five out of 10. Uh, I mean, uh, that, that, okay, so <laughs> we're going to get the top five people and then the other five are going to be on the live feed? Mm -hmm. Like, like, Mm -hmm. like, that's so not that's gonna, it. So that's, that's the issue in that, right? Yeah. But then what happened was the individual that was running the adaptive division, the way that he was delivering d uh, disqualifying individuals and not giving yes. them classifications, yes, is where the I think CrossFit lost. I w if I were to guesstimate, we probably lost eighty percent of the adaptive community when it comes to big CrossFit, yeah. and everybody went to Wheelwad. Yeah. Okay. So now it is our job. Now that Kevin Ogar is in charge. It is our job to rebuild the community amongst CrossFit. Yep. Okay. That is where we start giving input. And that's where we still, I, I need CrossFit to listen to Kevin Ogar. He's been yep. doing this long enough to understand why Wheelwad is so successful. If it was a perfect world to me, hire Wheelwad, mm -hmm. stamp CrossFit on it. Yep. Don't even worry about it. And it'll get ran. You're partnering with Proven. You're partnering with Mayhem. Mm -hmm. You're partnering with HWPO. Where have a partnership for an adaptive, you know, provider with the with the the resources to make it happen. Exactly. And then you know, it's got to be good faith on both sides. Yep. It's got to be good faith on CrossFit side, and somebody's going to have to come to the middle. You know, it's, and it's probably going to be CrossFit's job to give a little bit more than the community's exactly. job. Exactly. But at the same time, the community has to show up. Like. That's th and that's the same thing for the masters. I'm yep. Like, just you can stamp this adaptive, you can stamp this masters. But w there was a conversation in one of the chats with Chase Ingram, and he goes, he he's like, you guys have been making this complaint about the masters don't get coverage, the masters don't get coverage. He's like, show up. Mm -hmm. You're not showing up, and that and that was actually the just show up shirts that <laughs> came out. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't just for you know for for the masters, but yeah. it's like, if you want to prove that it's a viable thing. You know, CrossFit, at the end of the day, CrossFit is still also a business. Yes. And if they go out on charity and, like, do everything for everyone, they're not going to be here. 100%. For so the longevity of it. For the longevity of it. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's, it's going to be great for five years when they, you know, put all this pump, all this money into the Masters division, but when they've only got 30 people in the stands yeah. in this gigantic coliseum. 100%. Or that are just friends and family who probably got a coach's pass anyways or a family <laughs> pass who <laughs> didn't buy a ticket because <laughs> right, right. they're just there to see family because, yeah. you know, whatever. Show up. Yeah. And that you was know? my thing as well. Like I, like I understood. And again, I, I really appreciate we're having this conversation because yeah. I don't think, I think, I think CrossFit sees just the, the side of like, I'm just, you know, saying what I say and tag. And yeah. then I think the adaptive sees what I, ta I don't really think anybody sees both sides. I think that they should have sold tickets for the adaptive. Yeah. hundred percent. And I get it, man. I get it. It's expensive, but here's the thing. Wex, like I've only been an amputee for two years. Yeah. The amount of ex exposure that I have, I get it. I haven't, you know, yet to be the fittest yet. And mm -hmm. I say yet because I, I will. Sure. Um, because I have a lot to learn. I'm new to the sport. However, if if I have this much exposure in two years, that's not because you guys met me and was like, yeah, that's that's going to be our face of yeah. of this. It's because you and I built a relationship at Wadapalooza. And we stayed in touch. Yep. And we talked. And and that's been every like every vendor, every person, you know, mayhem. Like I meet people, and when you're the only amputee here, yeah, I get it. You know, Voldemort 
helps me get some cred and, and stuff, right? <laughs> but like when you're the only amputee here, you're yeah. not that hard to forget. If there was more amputees here having conversations with other people, yeah. It'd be a lot of, it'd be a lot easier, but I'm literally the only adaptive athlete in most of the classes for yeah. battle cancer and Phoenix Foundation and the Out Foundation. Like all these classes that are happening in spectator area, I'm the only adaptive athlete. That is the same thing that happens in all the boxes. You see my social media, bro. You can't keep up with me. Yeah. I'm in so many boxes and so many different times. Yeah. I'm the only adaptive athlete in boxes. Why? I don't yeah. understand. That makes no sense to me. Yeah. And it goes both it goes both ways. We're like, yes. hey, where's the education? Like 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 where's the adaptive education for, right. you know, why is are are there adaptive classes for like certification? So for the CrossFit? ATA is I guess it's the big ATA is the big like certification. My issue with that is I don't understand if CrossFit has a level one through four. Mm-hmm. Why hasn't CrossFit either hired ATA and hired uh, or hired Wheelwad mm-hmm. to come up with an actual adaptive license like we do for CrossFit level one through four? Sure. They haven't done that. Gotcha. Okay. So I think. Well, and, then, and, then, and I know they put it to other people for certain things. So like yeah. weightlifting certification. Okay, Bergner, go do your thing right and then, you know, but that's what i'm saying we'll and, it, and that's yeah. where it goes back into like if you don't want the headache of what's happening then hire wheelwad man mm-hmm. and just stamp crossfit on it and then every, we'll ha- every everybody's remake, happy every everybody wins right yeah. so i think that that plays a role into it as well but i also let's talk about the oil and water how many adaptive athletes are coaches you know, I get it. I'm not one, but I'm I'm also competing in the Paralympics. Am I in the process of getting a CrossFit level one? Of course. Why? Yeah. Because I see so many adaptive children. I need to know my stuff. I can easily. You if you tell me to go snatch and do a wad. Yeah. I can do it. Yeah. I just don't really know how to like. I'm different. I'm a different amputee. Yeah. So I think it plays both roles on. So there are there are here and there. Yeah. I will tell you, I have seen on social media a lot more um, foundations come out with the adaptive space. And that's the Good. thing is like Good. from two years ago to now, it may not be a lot of growth, but I think we're headed in the right direction. Yeah, I just think both sides need to drop their ego and work together as a community to fix this problem for masters and adaptive. And we had a little conversation um, in regards to like even local competitions. So, you know, we in Florida have the, you know, Atlantic Coast Classic, yep. which I know them. Uh, I know them. I know them. So I'm friends with them. Yes. You know, I'm sure I you heard them. the commotion. I heard that the was commotion. all drama. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, there was some stuff, you know, that went down with that. I don't know, of course, all the details. And, you know, but at the same time, I was also there the first year they had it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, the showing was not good. 100%. But here's the thing correct what is being said if it wasn't the showing because what came into my ears yeah. was we didn't generate enough money for them don't gotcha. so so when i'm hearing that yeah i hear everything man yeah. listen i'm not i get it i'm not rich froning but like i am i get a lot yeah. of I'm you the know rich froning of the adaptive yeah. division. damn it <laughs> people know me <laughs> you know but but that's the thing yeah. is like clarify and here's what upset me yeah was when i went all viral on it on social media and started attacking acc yeah a certain someone reached out to my sponsor sky hill and was like we would love to have a meeting with john to have a conversation mm-hmm. did you say that to like calm me down and and not say anything we haven't had a meeting gotcha so follow through like yeah. i'm not just here to bash you and i'm i'm here because the community needs representation yeah and i don't want the victim mentality represent i don't want you to look at me and be like wow you're so inspiring and i'm like wex i'm just walking a noble 
Yeah. Like, like I want you to say, like, wow, dude, like, John legitimately, through everything he's been through, has fought and stuck around. And that's the thing, man, is, like, I've – everything I've done is fundraising. To get to where I'm at, I've, I've pulled my sponsorships. I've pulled fundraising. I've gotten myself here. Skyhill didn't bring me here. Yeah. I told Skyhill, give me credentials, and I will find where to stay and where to fly. Yeah. So now we, I get to sit here and talk to you in a podcast. If yeah. I would have stayed home – this wouldn't have never happened. Yeah. So that's my side of like the local competitions or whatever the case may be. And then dig deeper even more. Adaptive. Get a little bit more comfortable with, with being uncomfortable. And if mm-hmm. you don't want if there's no adaptive programming, then go do a beginner or an intermediate. Yeah. Because the problem is everybody wants to be elite. But yeah. you, do you want to be elite only when it's programmed to your You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the, I love Kevin Kevin and Stoudy. Listen, man. They say they keep it real. They're yeah. like, you can't do this. Then go home and train yeah. and come back and be stronger. Yeah. Oh, Kevin was so the the first year ACC did did adaptives. Mm-hmm. Kevin was the head judge. Yes. And it like and I think it actually was the first time I had met him. Mm-hmm. So he came to the judges, the judges meeting. He's like, so here's how I want you to to judge the adaptives. If they don't lock out, and they haven't shown you that there's a reason. No rep them. Mm-hmm. I don't give up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's mm-hmm. like, I don't care. He's like, he's like, do, don't let them try and sucker you into giving them <laughs> giving them reps because ah, you feel leg. sorry for them. You know? <laughs> my toes. <laughs> I can't <laughs> feel my fake toes. <laughs> yeah. um, he, in fact, in fact, for the because there was a beach wad. Yeah. Um, and the beach wad basically they had to. Um, the, yeah, we the, ran. I competed in that one. Did you compete in that I one? I did. Yeah. So the wheelchair. Um, they had, had to drag. They had to drag themselves yeah. into the water. Yep. He's like, "I'll be down here with my toes in the water." <laughs> He's like, "It's funny because I can't feel them." But see, and that's <laughs> the thing, right? So no, one hundred percent. But yeah. that's the thing. Like, how did Kevin get to where Kevin's at? Yeah. How did all these athletes get to where they're at? Yep. I'm a I'm a proven example of that. I've only been an amputee for two years. I've only been in the CrossFit space for about a year and a half. Come October, it'll be two years. Okay. Which is crazy because I met you, what, eight months ago? Yes. And it's like, yeah. 100%. Yeah. But that's the thing. I, I bust my ass to, to learn. Dude, there's th- I don't like rope climbs, okay? You want to know the biggest like like psychological thing for me is rope climbs. Yeah. I have this thing of being up in the air and not feeling my left side. It yeah. just psychologically messes with me, right? Yeah. But those are things, man. I, I've I've been last in a lot of competitions. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Why? Yeah. Because you go back and you, you rebuild it and you come back stronger. Like what I'm about to perform in Australia is not what I performed at the Will Wad games last year. Yeah. And what I'm going to perform at the Will Wad games this year will not be the same thing I performed last year. Yeah. Right. So you only get better. And that's the thing is like, I think we need to change the victim mentality. A lot of individuals, like if you look at a lot of the quote unquote influencers of the disabled community on social media, they have a large following for being a victim mentality. I feel that I don't have a lot of big name sponsorships because I don't look like I need help. Mm-hmm. And I've said that very, like a lot of, I, prime example, a guy from LSKD, like I almost fell on him yesterday. He was like, dude, he's like, um, I saw the way you move in the gym. And I was like, that is a lot of power that's about to land on me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. that's the thing is like, I want to be known for being proficient in my sport. Yeah. Not, this isn't a partition participation pro- trophy thing oh for sure this is a you're proficient at movements and you busted your butt to yeah. do it as an amputee i don't want you to look at me and be like yeah well john's good at doing crossfit for a guy with one leg yeah no 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 john edward's good at crossfit good at doing crossfit yeah. that's it 
who happens to have one leg. Yeah. Well, and we we keep going back to the ACC. It was actually I think it was Bacon Beatdown was the was the it was the last year of Bacon Beatdown yes. when they first did adapt it. Yes. Um, and it's the vi- it's the viral clip that went everywhere. It was the Logan Aldridge? What was it? Two. I think it was like two. two seventy five was it? I, I want to say two seventy five. I want to say two seventy five. It was heavy. Yeah. And and he hit it, and I'm like. That's just strong. But that's the thing. That's what I'm saying, right? So the average clip that I see on social media, it's not the 275s. Yeah. It's the 10s that's like, wow, you can do that? Yeah. That's not what I want to be inspiring for. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But but he hit that, and I'm like, that's just strong. 100%. And in in all honesty, it's even more impressive just because of the fact that he just did it with one arm. Exactly. But I didn't – it's not the fact that he – doesn't have an arm it's just the fact that he did it with one arm to me yeah that's impressive exactly and like i'm not picking up two i'm not picking up 275 (laughs) just to deadlift it with one arm much less clean and jerky right right. um with with that kind of ability it was just it was just insanity right and the place went absolutely crazy nuts crazy um because they were all there to see it and, and it was and it was awesome so i mean like you said and the other thing is, you know, you've got a whole bunch of able body people watching and looking, but when it's on the competition floor, you are lined up against the other guy with one leg, mm-hmm. and it's like, I don't, g- I don't mm-hmm. give a shit what he has. Mm-hmm. I want to beat him. Mm-hmm. Like, And then the competition is just the competition. And then, you know, when we start looking at it as it's the competition and not the, oh, it's the adaptive competition right uh, listen right. the races are just as right. good in those divisions as they are on the floor you know in the in the elites 100%. a competition is a competition you want to see you know you don't know you don't know what's going to happen in the yeah. last 30 seconds but see and that's where i'm guys confused are going for these things no you know and that's I mean? and that's where i'm confused as to like i don't understand like i get it if the wheelchair athletes were to come here and compete I get we can't put wheelchair next to the elite abled body athletes. I don't understand why we have that issue with upper and lower. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of like dude, if you look at programming for BKs, it is far from far from like quote unquote adaptive. Yeah. Like there's some things that they'll modify and it's probably like ten pounds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't understand why and, and I think the terminology also needs to be education because if you watch CrossFit's like um, broadcasting, it's all like, well, the elites. Okay, we're elites as well. Yeah, you know, it's. I don't understand why it's it's it, it's it's that terminology. My question would be, you know, why aren't we? Why isn't who won? Whoever won first at the adaptive? Why weren't they competing next to the, the yeah. abled body elites? Yeah, they're still elites. Well, same with the masters. Same with the masters. Same dancers like. Screw it. I'm going back to elite. Hundred percent. Listen, man. If I was 65 years old, I'm hoping I'm moving that that yeah. way. Okay. Muscle, yeah. Bar muscle ups at 65. Dude, be for real. Insane. <laughs> um, but yeah, same dancer won the division. He's like, I'm going back. Yeah. He's like, I'm not. I'm not going to come back to masters. I'm going to go back there. Right. You know. Now, again, I'm going to throw it on the other side. Um, I, I'm going to I'm going to throw it to the side on the responsibility of CrossFit and the CrossFit athletes. Um, if you are and, and this isn't like throwing uh, it's kind of throwing shade it's kind of throwing shade to some of the elite athletes that have decided not to go masters do it if you want to help the community do it put butts in seats you know i would have loved to see a um panchik what was it panchik bailey froning mm-hmm. dude i would love to see that battle mm-hmm. uh, and and sam could you imagine those four 
going at it 100%. In, in the Masters 100%. and what it would do for the name recognition. 100%. I think the biggest problem that we have right now with the Masters division is because the elites haven't aged into that group, mm-hmm. they don't have the name recognition. So, oh, Joe Smith is coming in in the 40. Uh, okay, well, nobody knows. Nobody follows him. You know, granted, he's an elite athlete. Mm-hmm. He's a fantastic athlete. He's out there crushing it mm-hmm. in, the, in, you know, whatever division. But nobody really knows who he is, right. and 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 that's the that's the the piece that is well, hard. it's coming because I don't know if you saw the teen division that yeah. that kid. Are you first of all, these kids, man? There was a kid from Indian Indiana that like came to Sky Hill's booth and like somehow he's like the national something for 13, 14 years old, and I'm like, could you imagine if I started doing CrossFit at fourteen years old, man? Oh, dude. Well, my daughter started at four. <laughs> I'm jealous. So man. I'm she's, jealous. She's ten now. She she competes at ACC. I'm jealous. And, man. Uh, and but that's the thing. It's coming, coming. right? These kids are only getting stronger, and yeah. that's the thing. Is the sport is only like coming, literally, to the younger generation faster and sooner. Yes. So they either need to assist and help, or they're gonna feel the wrath of having all the attention, and then having to go into masters and find empty empty seats. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it it is. It, it is definitely that. Or find a different way to showcase. Yeah. You know, um, with some of these divisions, like the 35 to 39, mm-hmm. uh, all the way up, you know, why are we changing the programming? Some of them, okay, I get it. You know, you know, with some of the the older, older divisions. Listen, 35 scares me because I'm three years from 35. Dude, so. I'm 43, man. But, but yeah. I, like, like Listen, I s- man. It's I said, I said, I said, <laughs> who, did, who did I say? Oh, so I'm, I, I, you know, plugged it at the beginning. I'm with Thunderbro. Yeah. And I dropped in and did a podcast with Dave on his 41st birthday. Yeah. And I'm like, you and I are not the same. Yeah. Like, this is not the same. Yeah. Like, w- we are two <laughs> different versions of 40. 40. <laughs> <laughs> this is <laughs> this is freakish. Right. Like, the, the difference, you know, in, 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 in everything. But, you know, last, uh, last time, last year at Waterpalooza, not this, not this one, but the one before, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, Tony, oh, he's going to kill me because I can't remember his last name. He goes by Colonel Tony. He was Captain Tony, or, or Captain America. <sighs> now he's Colonel America. What is his he last got, uh, name? Kurtz. Yes. Yeah. Um, he was on the show. And I'm like, this is not, like, we're the same age. I'm right. like, wait, this is not, <laughs> dude, you look like a freaking action hero. Well, listen, I like that people, people think, people get confused that I'm 32. People yeah. be like, what? You're like, you look like you're 25. I'll take it. I'll take it, man. It's all you the Icelandic. Act like you're 25. It's no, all the <laughs> Icelandic glacier water is yes. what it is. All right. Yes. <laughs> so, so we've kind of you know, we've we've gone through all that. Let's yeah. let's let's go. Let's end that portion of it on what is one thing that the community can do better to make this work, and then what's one thing that CrossFit can do? Just one. Yeah. Not, we're not going to fix all the world's problems on on this podcast. I wish we, that we could. Yeah. But what's one thing the adaptive community could do better to to push this along? Like, what would be the most impactful, and then what would be the most impactful thing? One thing that CrossFit could do to change the narrative on this. So for the adaptive athletes and the adaptive community, you said it. Show up. Yeah. Showing up. Because I'm sure you've seen I show up to a lot of a lot of CrossFit events, man. Yeah. A lot of CrossFit events. Uh, for CrossFit, we're not going to solve the problem. Honestly, I, I think we're going to get it right probably in five years. You know, maybe when I hit Masters. Yeah. We don't have Masters in the adaptive. But, um, but make it big enough to have a Masters division. 100%. So I think for CrossFit, it's going to have to be giving us a space to educate. I think the workshop that Equip Product did 
is educational. I got Equip product on a, it, the organization is Move United. Move United is the largest, it's like the equivalent of NCAAs for, for disabled and mm -hmm. adaptive. I think that if we educate, I understand the rogue's the rogue, I got that. What I would, in a perfect world, what I wanna do is somehow find funding to be able to make gyms adaptive, give grants out for adaptive gear, right? Because mm -hmm. here's the problem. We're watching the cool adaptive athletes and the disabled individuals come into spaces and be like, I found the community, I found this or whatever. What I'm running into is the average individual does not want to go into a CrossFit gym because there is no equ adaptive equipment mm. for them to use. So why would you spend a hundred and something dollars on a membership? I have a friend who's a double BK. She told me that back in the day she tried to get an adaptive CrossFit and they were just having her do push-ups. Explain BK. Uh, below the knee. Okay. <laughs> Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. Talk to, talk to the able-bodied yes, guy here yes, that does yeah, not know all you. the initials and AK stuff. AK is uh, above the knee. BK is below the knee. Okay. BK, we're considered paper cuts because we still have a knee. Gotcha. Okay. So she said she didn't. She, <laughs> you're, the, you're the bougie amputee. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, She said that she stopped because the coaches were having her just do push-ups. That's not adaptive programming, man. You don't look yeah. at somebody and say, Ugh, I don't know what to do. I, and I'll tell you this. I'll leave it with this story. We went to Los Angeles. Me and uh, she's, she's missing a whole left side hip. Showed up to a, a drop in 06 in Los Angeles. We saw the coach's face, and she was pale. She saw a girl missing a whole leg, and she saw a dude missing part of his leg. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I just got my level one like yesterday. And I was like. Well, lucky for you, we know what we're doing. So yeah. go ahead and coach the class and we'll adapt to ourselves. So this is going to sound very simplistic in my answer for mm -hmm. this, but it's how I looked at it when dealing with any adaptive athletes that came into the gym. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you have an amputa amputation on your left leg. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let me just, uh, how would I treat somebody who maybe twisted their ankle? And had a you know had an issue with the left, where we had to go around that and do something. And again, that's that's very simplistic in, in answer, but it's no difference in scaling around an injury. Hundred percent. You're just freaked out because there's no leg there. And you know what's crazy about that that scenario you just painted, the ropes that Kevin and all the seated Tommy Osga use. Mm -hmm. Um, I I had I asked Equip Products to send a pair to Iceland. Mm -hmm because an individual had a double knee surgery. He couldn't use his legs. Yeah. And he wanted to use the jump ropes. That's adapting yeah. slash scaling. Yeah. He's not an adaptive athlete. Yeah. He's actually a very strong Icelandic crossfitter. Yeah. He'll get he'll get his he'll get his motion back. You get what I'm saying? He'll get his able body back. 100%. But we scale around injuries all the time. Yep. We, but we get freaked out because we don't see that there's a leg there. Right. Like, Which, mind you, I lift more than a lot of yeah. people with two legs. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know? So, so, you know, we have to get out of the stigma of, yes. oh, it looks weird. So. But I think that's what that's what the victim mentality is, what I'm yeah. telling you. Right? And that's and, and that's not for CrossFit. That's for the community, mm -hmm. of, cro the community, community. of CrossFit so as, as a whole, whole yep. needs to be like, hey, okay, so there's. You know, it it it, go, it goes it goes to the same thing. Like I was, I had to you know escort Fraser out of somewhere. Mm -hmm. I was talking to Rich, you know Rich Froning, which I'm totally just like here here's a name. Yeah, let's yeah, just, yeah. Let's just no drop big these deal. guys in there. No big yeah. deal. Um, but at the end of the day, they're people. Yes. Same. Yes. Adaptive athletes are yeah. people. 
the same. 100%. Treat them like a person. Yes. Not like, uh, you know, a sympathy. Yeah. You know, and and that's all we have to do is just treat each other like people. Yeah. <laughs> Which is 100%. so hard to do. But it's simple. For, it's simple. Yeah. It's simple. And I think that once we follow suit, it will start to see a change in, 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 a, in a direction. But I think it starts with the simplicity of just showing up. Yeah. And both spectrums. Yes. Because I will tell you, like, the podiumed athletes were upset of like the clothing that they received i guess it was like some shirt that just said crossfit on it you know um and not fit it like not well 100 well uh she's a seated athlete she's a mayhem, mayhem athlete she's wearing the 2022 first fittest yeah. or fittest on earth because she didn't get a 2023 mm. those are simple things man yeah it's a shirt it's a shirt you make <laughs> yeah, I, I, they literally make them downstairs. Like, Le, like yes, I've seen them change the leader jersey. Yeah, they do the leader jerseys. They put their names on it exactly. and everything. You know, it's, it's, it's a simple thing. Right. You know, give me a shirt with an iron on on right, it. Like, right. We're right. happy. Um, so, what? Tell tell people about like what you're doing now because we talk. We just glazed over the fact that you're you know going to be an Olympian <laughs> here and, and you're going to the Olympics uh to you know to represent the USA bring, uh, bring it home yeah no so what I'm doing honestly it's a lot of work as far as like I train all day but at the same time I have to find balance in the advocacy and all the showing face to a lot of these things but my big thing man is I'm I got the wheel wide games coming up I, I'm busting my butt to to get a uh, podium there yeah then I'm training for Paris next year. Um, unfortunately, I'm in between coaches right now. It's been very hard to like find a chemistry with a coach. I'm just not. I'm, I'm an older athlete. I served in the military, so I have a different perspective on things. Mm -hmm. And uh, but the biggest problem that I'm having right now is like the funding. People don't really understand how expensive it is to to pursue the Olympics. And uh, Michael Phelps said it best in his documentary: "The average Paralympic and Olympic hopeful give up on the dream." because of how expensive it is at some point you got to make a decision am i going to continue to struggle or am i going to start establishing a career and a life for myself and i'm coming up to that point where two, i gave it two years we're going on three years and i i have sponsors it's mm -hmm. just not enough to cover what i need and what i'm making for money should not go to my training yeah. you get what i'm saying so here in october um hopefully i find what i need and if that happens then we will be working extremely hard for making the te uh, U.S. team for the 100 and 200 meter and then go to Paris and, and bring gold back. But honestly, I would say priority number one for me has been the education of just the disabled and adaptive community. That's awesome. There's a lot of kids, man. I Honestly, it's crazy. I think the weirdest thing is like when I went from – I went from being in the service to being a coach to being who I am now. And it's like really – I, I genu it's funny because Leslie from Wheelwad, she like laughs at me because I genuinely get like – overwhelmed with coming to these things yeah because i kind of forget like people know who i am and it's still a little weird to me yeah. you know especially coming from like the military side but i think that's great i think that that's what's going to give our our future disabled and adaptive the space that they need and honestly if if for some reason i have to give up competing or whatever the case may be my advocacy is never going to stop that's so awesome. that's that's what priority number one is I love it, man. It's a good place to end. W tell everybody where they can find you, where they can follow along, where they can follow Lord Voldemort. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So everybody wants the, the who tag. Has, who has more followers? I do. You I do. do. Okay. But here's the thing is he has 1,500 followers, and it's funny because the average person follows him. He's like, how does this dog have 
1,500 followers. He should technically have more after being here and helping everyone at the CrossFit Games. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because, like, at Wadapalooza, Annie and Frederick saw, like, just literally were walked and, like, pet Voldemort. And I was like, yeah. hey, Annie, good to see you. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, so it happens quite often. But you can follow Voldemort on Lord V at Lord V the Corgi on Instagram. And I am the infamous Carbon Fiber John yes. on every platform. Uh, it started as a joke, uh, and it's, it ended up sticking. And it's yeah. f- extremely funny when people introduce me as Carbon Fiber John when my first name is John Edward. But, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, well, which is funny because I just had, we had the conversation about Mikey Swoosh. I'm like, I, I don't know what his <laughs> name is. I, like, I don't know. I just know him Mikey Swoosh. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. He does badass things. Right, right. <laughs> but... Awesome, man. Well, it's been cool getting to hang out with you here, just all around Vendor Village, all yeah. basically all over the cam- <laughs> all over the campus. We run into each other, and uh, man, I look forward to. I mean, we're here for what another day and a half. <sighs> Don't remind me. I'm ready to sleep for like three days. Oh man, I gotta <laughs> drive 20 hours home, so I'm like, oh no. Yeah, I, dri- I drove up here from Florida, so oh no. I have enough points in my Marriott to make a stop. Yeah, and I'm like, hmm, Cookville. Yeah, there's not gonna be any thing or anyone in cookville Mm-mm. because everybody's here still yeah. recovering and doing all that sort of stuff i'm like i could stay there basically for free because of the points i have with marriott yeah i'm just like okay cool i might just do that i would good, do that get a good night's sleep i drive a lot as well but i, I yeah. stop i i make it a habit to stop just yeah. because i could find a crossfit box and just I, like i said spreading the advocacy so yeah. every time there's like a 20 hour drive i split it in half so absolutely love it well, man, thank you so much, and uh, dude, we'll see we'll see you around here yes, for sure. Sir. And uh, follow along. Make sure that you go to all the socials, give the follow, give the like, and make sure if you are able body or adaptive, when you see uh, John Edward post things, share it. Yes, that's the, literally that's the, the. I don't say it's the least you can do because the least you can do is nothing. Which don't do that, <laughs> but share it. Yes. Get the word out there, yeah. and man, it it is you know they say it all the time. The least that you can do, but share the share it. Get the word out there, and if you are upset with the coverage from masters, and you're upset with the coverage from adaptives, and you are one of those categories, or you just are a fan of those categories, show up, yeah. do it, make the trek, get out here, support, um, and and be out there for it. That's that's what we're pushing yes sir get out there and do it so awesome man thank you you've been listening to the wex appeal podcast get connected by heading to instagram youtube and tiktok at wex appeal podcast for more bonus buffoonery and to get the full wex experience plus make sure to subscribe on your podcast app today Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time for more barbells, beats, and buffoonery.